you were the first one that's like, hey, man, words hurt, dude. And- <laughs> <laughs> Words hurt, dude. Yeah. Hey. Now he so, meant space aliens, not illegal aliens, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Steve Dave. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Tell him, Steve Dave with Walt, with me, and not with Giddem. Mm-hmm. But with uh, another guest, a scholarly guest, some might say the uh, the shining jewel in the, the crown that is the Johnson family. In fact, probably everybody would say it. I don't know anybody who wouldn't say it. Uh, my brother, Eric, Dr. – what do we call him? Dr. Johnson. Dr. Mr. J. Yeah, Dr. J. Dr. J. Mr. Fucking Cool. <clears throat> Mr. Oh, I went to college. I, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> does, does your mother uh, favor you? Does she talk about you the most? Um, I, I think to some people, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> to decent I folk. <laughs> you know, it, it really depends. I she talks think, to drug uh, counselors a lot about me. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the I first mean, one she mentions? I, would ha- I mean, it would be understandable. Well, my mom was – she's, uh, she's a nurse. So right. there's something about – Becoming a doctor in the whole world of medicine, I think that. Yeah, I never thought she, about it. Is that the reason you did it? Just to like one up her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to put her in her place. Um, no, not at all. I mean, uh, I, I didn't, never even thought about it until I was older. So, what, doctor? Yeah. What are you a doctor of? Um, so I'm a DO, so I'm an osteopathic doctor. That's like kind of the. The D-rated? No, I'm only kidding. Um, So there's two paths. No, you can get an MD or a DO, and you can have a full medical license. So I'm a psychiatrist. You're a psychiatrist. Yeah, Yeah, he's going to break it down for me. It's my third year residency. Did you do your uh, thesis on on your brother? (laughs) (laughs) Was that your? uh... We don't have to do uh, papers, but yeah, we definitely could do one. uh, (laughs) Like. I mean, it doesn't have to stop at him. It could be about genetics and mental illness in my family. Yeah, so. just like like going all the way back to the Stone Age and shit. Going <laughs> back to the first Johnson that crawled out of the ooze. Yeah, the primordial Johnson that's like, I don't fucking, I hate myself. Yeah. <laughs> Protozoan Johnson, idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he... He's the only one really out of the four. You know, you the brother Darren. He's younger than Eric. Uh, sister Tracy, who's between me and Eric. And um, he's re- you're really the only one who. Well, you're the only one who went to college in any kind of real way, graduated college, and then had like some sort of goal, which was to leave the house. I guess, yeah. <laughs> well, what, yeah what, get what away. Did you know you wanted to be a doctor? Um. Well, I guess I, I didn't even think about it at all until I was probably about 23, 24, so after college. And then I went back to college. Yeah, like you went – okay, so you, you went to Rutgers. Then you 
then you moved to San Francisco, which was highly suspect. <laughs> did the, whole, did yeah. the whole Johnson family go like, uh oh? He he was like blacklisted from for Holly for years. Yeah. He brought a girl with him just to make it seem like you know. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. When I was in San Francisco, I worked at a free medical clinic, and then I met people that were becoming doctors. And they didn't really seem that smart, so I was like, I could probably do this. That so. sounds like a John. <laughs> that, that sounds that sounds like that sounds like Darren. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're good enough. Measuring uh, up, everybody yeah. measuring up everybody like a Terminator. Yeah. Does this person pose a threat? Am I better than this person? Of course, I'm better than this person. Why am I even asking my Terminator self this question? <laughs> No, I mean it just seemed so like you I don't know, to me it just seemed unobtainable when I was a kid. Like oh you have to be like get straight A's all through high school. You can't ever mess up in life. You can never so Did you not get straight A's in high school? Uh I did pretty well. I uh, yeah, I almost got straight A's probably, but <laughs> but but in college I didn't uh my first degree I didn't really do that great. I mean I probably got like a three point five or something, it wasn't what a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> so who's, who's, who's got the bigger IQ? Because your brother over here loves yeah, to Yeah, I know. To whip I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've heard on several some, episodes. Something we haven't talked about in quite some time. I mean, by that, I mean, I mean 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone a couple episodes without mentioning my IQ. I mean, is, is what's the point of doing this podcast if we're not going to talk about it? Who's, yeah. who's got the bigger? I, Johnson. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I've never had my IQ Johnson. measured. Actually, I've never. You've uh, never had it. Uh, no. You never got it measured, huh? You know who says that? People that don't want to reveal that they're like average. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> People that didn't have to see psychologists in high school. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you think about it. Like everybody that like like every generation that that came af- that comes after the the one before is at an advantage. Like. I remember, like, barely remember talk of Ritalin when I was young mm-hmm. and Pam being like, no, he's not going on medicine. He's, I'm not putting him on medication, which m- may have been helpful at the time, you know. To who? About me? No, me. Oh. Yeah. But then, like, it's it's just become more acceptable. Well, to the point where it's overprescribed, but it's become more acceptable to be like, okay, well, this is not just somebody being bad or defiant or whatever. Like maybe they actually like have a hard time paying attention. I'm a victim is what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah, I wouldn't prescribe you Ritalin. <laughs> what, as, as a kid? No, as a doctor. <clears throat> no? Why not? I need it. Well, I don't take Ritalin. I take Adderall. Oh. Uh, yeah, I should probably say that. I'm not giving out medical advice either. Before. To who? To your audience. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, Otherwise, uh, maybe he, he gets sued. People threaten, yeah, people, people, people threaten to sue him all the time, he said. Well, I don't understand that. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. that statement. You're going in very defensive. Well, Why did you think that you're going he's to coming be – coming in hot. No, <laughs> I don't want to because sometimes people say, oh, but I heard on this and then that guy said that or – you know. So you're like, saying what? You're saying take, take yeah. everything you say as a – not as – you it's not to meant to uh, – yeah, go see your own doctor. Yeah, okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. That's or ask me. Thing. Or ask Brian. Yeah. <laughs> already, I, I tell you, man, I, I, I think the majority of the audience of Tom Steve Dave listeners mm-hmm. – are mentally unstable in one way or another. Uh, well, no, I love them. No, That's no, why I love them. No, I don't want to say, but <laughs> yeah. they're uh, they're um, they're dealing with some they're dealing with some baggage. I think mm-hmm. a lot of them. 
which right. is which is a head scratcher. You, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's it's always amazes me. Like every email I get, kind of brings that up. You know that they're dealing with some stuff, and uh, so is is a podcast because I've heard this many times. Have you ever prescribed a podcast? Uh, <laughs> I'll just prescription pen. Just yeah. right tell him Steve Dave. <laughs> like, I mean, okay. Where do I get? Where do I get this filled? I'll just go to iTunes. iTunes? Yeah, for, I can try it. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. I could. I could bring up a hundred emails in the, in this month about like what your podcast uh, helps me do this. It bring. It makes me calms me down. Deals with stress. Yada yada. A lot of like. Um, People say it's the prescription that uh, gets them through the week. Is it okay. possible to prescribe a podcast? Yeah, of it? course. I mean, I prescribe other educational material, so I guess the would you, uh, you? So it sounds like you listen from time to time. Um, I've listened to everything up until three hundred and seven. Oh, so oh my God! So you listen? Yeah. To, oh, all right. I got he's, behind he's last year. Oh, so you are uh, you? Yeah. You're you're not the first. Doctor, I think the people you're like maybe be the the most like you would be like on a plane if it was going down. Like we have a doctor Frank Five, right? Mm-hmm. He would not be the doctor. You'd be the doctor to. I thought he was upon. a professor. Is he a doctor? I thought he was a, a professor. Too. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Huh. So you'd be the guy like a broken arm or anything. You'd be the guy. We wouldn't well, want to call Frank Five in his uh, in his philosophies. I mean, hopefully there's an emergency room doctor on the plane and not just a psychiatry <laughs> resident. Yeah, he's like, this is, you're going to find this to be traumatic, but I can't help you. <laughs> yeah, I can't help you. <laughs> You're going to have to deal with it once you hit the ground. Um, uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, so. Um, so okay, so so nothing you say should be taken with. You know what? I, I did the um, Rob Bruce's horror con this week, and a couple people, same thing, came up to me, like, and not like not even like easing into it. Like, I love your podcast. Like, if it was like I was going to kill myself, and I just started listening. And what do you think about that when people say that? They're literally they're just saying, like they would find they would find something else <laughs> to save their life if it wasn't Tom, Steve, Dave, though. Obviously, well, I they're, mean, they're just they're, they're looking for something, and and this helps, which is great. But come on, I mean, you, it's nice, it's nice, but don't ever <laughs> like sit there and think that they wouldn't have found something else that would have helped, uh, you know, take away, you know, take away, put their mind on something else to take away their. Uh, I don't know, man. I, 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 recently, I was thinking me, you, and Q should start going by Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. You know? <laughs> 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 Like we're like messiahs, man, you know, saving people. There might be a little right bit left. of like group therapy aspect or something. Mm-hmm. I think it's relatable. I think when you talk about yeah. stuff that that like in your own life that people are like, oh, well, I, you know, I thought I was the only one who felt that way or I didn't really know how to – I don't know. But yeah, like there's a sense of community, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's the – I mean if you think back to when you guys first started, it all started kind of – Based on your own mental illness, yeah, so. because somebody was gonna was like, I'm gonna kill myself, <laughs> and really tell him, Steve, Dave, I was I, I was patient zero, <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah, those first couple episodes were, yeah, a little bit dark. <laughs> oh, it's gotten lighter. Yeah. Oh, I think so. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But um, I haven't. Uh, I haven't. Just to say, I haven't seen every episode of Comic Book Men, and I the? definitely haven't seen every episode of Practical Jokers. Practical <laughs> Jokers. <laughs> yeah, that's a commitment. IJ's like. I mean, we're crazy after that. Well, there's like, only like, yeah, but there's only like, what, 10-ish, 10 episodes a year of comic book, man? Yeah. I don't know why. I mean, Well, this, you couldn't, this, yeah, this. I think it's, I think it's like up to 84 right now. You couldn't sit through 84 episodes of comic <laughs> book, man? What's wrong with you, man? Do you get any, uh, do you get any, uh, any people that, that are, are very impressed? Maybe not so much that you're a doctor, but your brother is a major television celebrity. Yeah, you ever run into people? <laughs> <laughs> not, uh, you know, most people don't really know because I don't bring it up. Oh, you don't? Yeah. <laughs> um, you, don't have, a, you don't have a picture of Brian next to your uh, your what's that thing called on the, the wall? Diploma. The diploma. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, he does, but it's Brian Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do have a, a couple people that I think might be fans of the show that are my patients. <laughs> they're all like because, speed freaks and shit. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, they're actually a little bit uh What kind of uh what kind of, what are your what's your specialty? Um is it just, is it uh like ex- how extreme? Like do you have a patient that that's made you shudder? Like that they have that you know some like those patients that like the psychiatrists dream of that they can write books off of? Yeah, well, like a psychiatrist wet dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is yeah, is there I a mean, wet dream for psychiatrists when you're you looking for that one like person that's like like you know like you know like like a sibyl or something i think in uh <laughs> i don't really think uh we, we go out looking for that but i just think like interesting cases <laughs> like do other psychiatrists get jelly if <laughs> you know you remember, remember um, sibyl, yeah right? i know, a big I know thing, sibyl, right? yeah and it turned mm-hmm. was it a fraudulent <laughs> yeah it well i mean it, it was a it was a it was a big cash cow though for even the doctor would cash in on that so um, am i looking for that patient i can write a book about i thought all doctors like not that they like dream about it but like i mean they want yeah. that one case that challenging case that one like you know that one thing that's like that one patient that they're so um fascinated by I definitely have a group of patients that I'm more interested in. I mean, patients that have other brain diseases and then they have – I mean, it's not really that interesting probably to most people, but uh, – But you're like garden variety, like, I'm so sad. Like depressives like me come in. You're like, ugh. Yeah. Oh, I can get a little God. Bit. Another one. Another one. <laughs> I think I've used those exact words actually <laughs> at some point. It gets pretty This exhausting. is my diagnosis. <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, so I work in a, uh, so I'm a third year resident. So there's four years of residency training after, uh, medical school for psychiatry to be finished. And in my third year, I work in community psychiatry and, um, and, uh, San Bernardino County, which is one of the poorest counties in uh, the country. It's one of the poorest in California. So I work with very, very poor people. So, and oh, they're so very sick. So you're not yeah. like in a high rise, like Bob Newhart? <laughs> yeah. Remember the new Bob Newhart show? He was just like, yeah, yeah. nothing not like that. Sitting, no, nothing no. like that. He used to promise my mother he'd take the, tr- the train to work every day. <laughs> that, was my, that was my promise. No. <laughs> yeah, he didn't, he didn't fulfill it either. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah. Do you remember that show? Yeah, I yeah, remember he, that. Remember he said yeah. he would, the, the whole opening was him. He'd get his briefcase, he'd kiss his wife goodbye, and he'd go to work. <laughs> I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to do that one day, mom. I'm going to go work in a high rise like that, and I'm going to take the train to work. I'm going to carry a briefcase. And none of that was ever fulfilled. Yeah. Should I lie down while I tell you this? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, he spends I mean... hours a day with his head under his own bed, <laughs> trying to avoid the sun. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what's up with a guy like that, right? The, the sun the sun comes up. You haven't heard this yet. But okay. it turned out that like uh, it, it gets very sunny in Walt's rooms and he doesn't have a curtain or shade in there. So instead of maybe even just turning his back to the sun. No, no, he, it's just too bright. He gets on the floor and, and he puts his head underneath the bed and sleeps for hours like with his head under the bed. What, what do you <laughs> – I'm not even kidding. That's ingenuity. And this is, is years. Yeah, this is I mean years. that's uh, – is, is, is he a genius? He claims he's frugal. Um, well, wait, maybe. Yeah, he doesn't want to buy a shade. <laughs> I like to ask this, though. Please. Um, I'm autistic, right? <laughs> Could you sign this paper saying I'm autistic? Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to get out of going to cons. <laughs> is, there, is there a normal person in your experience? Oh, I mean, it's weird. we were just talking about this. So, uh, is that a unicorn? A normal person? I mean, most people are actually normal, right? So, in biostatistics, they have what they call um, the normal curve, and so most people fall. You know, it's a bell-shaped curve, and most people fall into that center. So, I'm you're on only the interested in. I'm on the bell end. You don't want to say that (laughs) because in the UK that means something totally different. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you're—I mean, I don't know if it's as sexy as the lunatic, the Mm -hmm. the patient who finds—you know—the doctor who finds the lunatic patient. I mean, you know, right? But you—you could find that the most normal person is sitting right in front of you. I think. Not Brian. Yeah. Now you just heard me talk about him sleeping with his head under the bed. That's just because, like, I'm just tired. And I'm like, you know, I'm just so tired. I'm like, oh, it's in my eyes. I roll over onto the floor, grab my pillow and blanket, and just stick my head under the bed because it's dark and cool. I mean, I'm less worried about you than, you know, the other members of uh, Tell Him Steve Davis. (laughs) (laughs) Concerns about Q? (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I worry about him as well. Really? He seems as happy as I've ever heard him lately. Yeah, sometimes he does, and then sometimes when he calls me, he doesn't seem that way. Oh, yeah. so he's yeah. putting on a, a brave face? No, no, no. I, I think it's it's like up and down at times. Down. Yeah, sometimes there's just shit that he's like, oh, I don't want to like – I mean like with anybody, I guess. Not like super depressed or sad or anything, but just like – Irritated? Too much, yeah, like too much. Overwhelmed? Yeah, which is understandable. I mean the guy's constantly on the go. Um, and me, pretty normal. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, Darren. I mean, you guys are kind of like textbook bipolar cases. <laughs> That's what it is. Oh, yeah. That's what he has. Yeah, I, I need you to write that down I, I, on a note. <laughs> and what is the treatment? Absolutely. Um, yeah, man. So, I mean, the treatment for bipolar uh, disorder is. Um, you use a mood stabilizer. That's the most important medication you would take. Something to keep your mood from uh, kind of cycling too high or too low. Uh, so that kind of drive you get, um, it can be good. I mean, it can push you to do new things. It can push you to, you know, write. It can push you to go to school. 
Um, but that's what uh, it can be called, like hypomania. And then full mania is something totally different where you don't sleep at all. I got to go. I'm going to go sign up to college. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Impulsive decision-making, those types of things. But then it's usually followed by, and more commonly, the person's like severely depressed. And they don't want to do anything. They don't respond to emails. Um, <laughs> their brother's phone calls. <laughs> their brother's this phone is all calls. all textbook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, you know, so that's uh, – so whose fault is it, Pam's or Edgar's, or both? I mean, maybe? it's actually probably both their faults. Uh, thinking about it, it's, it's highly genetic, but it's also uh, that's what I say. environmental. Is it more genetic or environment? Bipolar disorder has a heavy genetic component, and then, so they uh, should have never got together and did the deed. Then was they were right. that, was, yeah. that was like that was a, a, a it was a concoction. Or that was that was going to a recipe for disaster. Yeah. As they say, yeah, I'm going to burst in on them later on. I'm like, why did you fuck? <laughs> <laughs> is there so like is there like people like who of certain if they have like uh, some issues that should not be, get together and uh, have children? I mean, uh, like kind of like sickle cell disease, where you go see a genetic counselor to see if your child might end oh, up with sickle that cell. That sounds trait. racist to me. Uh, well, don't only black people get sickle cell? Well, oh, but, racist <laughs> in the family. Yeah, <laughs> but it's actually uh, you know it's actually beneficial in some places in the world where there's malaria, so and mm-hmm. not beneficial in other places. So you're saying if you're getting ready to start yeah. a family. Or get married. Even before you even get married, you should take a, a psychiatric evaluation, like genetic counseling, or <laughs> something, like, <laughs> to see if you're, compa- uh, if like, if this is the person. Both, like, if you guys have a child, it might have some. Uh, it might probably, have to be at high risk. You know, it wouldn't be a bad idea because mental illness is more disabling than physical illness. Could so, you imagine that though, if that became the, like that. That's the sticking point. Like, like you're, uh, like the the girl you proposed to is like, all right, but first. <laughs> We got to go to this genetic counselor to see how fucked up you are exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and if it's too fucked up, <laughs> why? Wait, why are you telling it? Why are you assuming it's going to be her though? What her saying this to me? Or, or you're going to be saying it to her? I mean, wouldn't I mean? I'm going to say it to her. Yeah, but she might be like, she might be thinking. I mean, what about if you get your results though in front of her? Oh yeah, that's a good point. All right, nobody needs to know anything. <laughs> I mean, just roll the dice, baby. We're in love. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah, it ends up like me. <laughs> I mean, you can't actually do that right now. There's no genetic, like, um, there's no uh, solid genetic markers for, like, bipolar disease or mental illness. There are genetic traits, but. Yeah. Right now, Nothing. but maybe in the future. You should be inventing one, likely. man. Make us yeah. rich. I'm not that smart. Is it going to be a blood <laughs> test, or is it just going to be you know, like a written test? No, it would be. Do you well, need a stool sample? Uh, you would look at the person's <laughs> DNA, right? You would do a, a blood test. Or, a blood uh, test would would show this. Or, I mean, you could see traits, or you know, what would you be looking for? Look at his eyes darting around. He's like, why did did I agree to this? Why did I agree to this? (laughs) What specific markers would you look for? And be like, like Mr. and Miss, Mr. You know, they're just, they're getting ready to get married. You'd be like, I, you guys can get married. You guys can have children, but I would recommend not having children because of these things that are showing up on the test. Okay. Well, 
I mean, realistically, I wouldn't say that based on a scientific <laughs> test. But if two people came to me and uh, <laughs> they're just like, "Can you believe what that guy said? He's a fucking doctor." <laughs> <laughs> he wrote, tell him Steve Dave on a prescription pad. <laughs> told us to go our separate ways. <laughs> I would, I would get a, I would get a, what's it called? I would, I would get your tubes tied right now if I were you, ma'am. And you, I would, yeah. I would definitely, uh, I would get, what's it called when you get, you snipped? Oh, the, um, vasectomy. Yeah, vasectomy. Yeah, yeah. vasectomy. Do you know how to do vasectomies? Because you could double up on the cash. <laughs> yeah. but it's actually they Sterilization used to do that. by Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Cash trade It's a, um, what would you tell them though? Um, your bedside. So they man. come in, they come in, they're saying we both know we have mental illness. Then what you would do is just kind of advise like, yeah, Walter them of the okay. risk. Right. Right. We're thinking about getting married and, okay. um, we both have, have had some mental issues in the past, um, and we're we're a little concerned. If you know, we want to start a family, we want to have like five or six kids and we, <laughs> at our age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I'm looking forward to marrying the most normal man on in the world. What? Now, what we've submitted to your test. This so-called test that okay. only, only you can <laughs> That you invented? <laughs> I invented it, yeah. You're in Mexico because you're not allowed to practice it. <laughs> you, you got there before the wall, wall, the wall went up. <laughs> just, just in the nick of time. <laughs> now to read our results and tell us what you – we both – let's say for the sake of the argument, we both have mental illness in our history. Okay, so the, uh, so the test would probably say something like, you know, you're – your child, if you were to have a child, it would have maybe like a 25% risk of developing like bipolar disorder or another psychotic disorder or something like that. And then you would have to think, you say, well, if you have six children, you're likely to have maybe one or two that develop severe mental illness and you might need to care for those children in a different way than you would the other four children. I mean, and the rest would, of their lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially. Yeah. But I mean, so. what, like there could be, you could to, to test when it becomes available, it'll be able to narrow it down to, yeah. to 25%. Once you're selling your test. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can, you can look and, uh, I mean, even just without a DNA test, you could, pretty much look at a family tree and if you knew enough about the family you could figure out generally what the likelihood of something like that is you know what if we're like so. we're love conquers all doctor you you can't you can't measure yeah, how much how, how much how big our, our love is yeah and love conquers all all uh, problems. And, <laughs> We're not paying. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you sound like my patient. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be tough, right? Because nobody wants to hear that. And who knows? Like, what if, like, like let's say the wife is like, "Oh man, he's right," and she's like, "I don't want to get married." And the Ooh. guy, the guy comes back all yeah. crazy and shit. Like, you piece of shit. Now this look. is yeah. highly controversial. I think about that your... kind of stuff all the time. Yeah, all these theories that you're <laughs> tossing out there, man. Yeah. A lot of people aren't with it. <laughs> I don't know if they're theories or, you know, or words put in your mouth. Science, but. <laughs> But I mean, your job is just to give people the best advice so they can be prepared for what they, you know, happens. Right. You're not, not like to, Walt says, you're not going to, if they're in love, gonna, you're not going to change anybody's mind. Yeah, exactly. With like, oh, you might have a kid. That's, uh, what if it was like, um, like John Wayne Gacy 
and uh, what was that serial that serial killer woman? Oh, Eileen Bornos. Yeah, they they both came to her like, we want to have a child. <laughs> John Wayne Gacy's in full grease paint. Yeah, he's full on pogo. <laughs> She's got those uh, wild eyes. She's just looking all over. And they want. Hurry up! Hurry up! I need to know the answer. I got to get to a truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hang out with uh, Rosalind Carter. <laughs> I, you know, I would probably try to get them out of the office as quickly as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were both dead. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what would their 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 test would be through the roof, right? In terms of like it would be like the readings their would risk, be off the charts. Yeah. I mean I would imagine their risk of having an abnormal child would be very high. <laughs> so, Assuming it survived. Some, yeah. See that, that that has to be the wet dream, right? Like you get the next big serial killer. Like the next like Night Stalker. Oh, the, the, yeah. the next like Ramirez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I actually Next pray that same. my patients don't kill anyone most of the time. <laughs> yeah, but then you cash in, though. Yeah. Then you get – like you go on the talk show circuit. Oh, man. yeah. You could be the next Dr. Phil maybe. You become like like one of those 24-hour news – like you know, you become the official doctor uh, whenever like a serial killer pops up. You become the talking head that they call in. Yeah, you're the guy. Yeah. Uh, and then, you're like everybody's like, "Oh, this guy knows what he's talking about." You've Let's written books. Book. You've you've uh, you've what's it called when you uh, consult on movies? I mean, you're fucking just raking it in. So this isn't going to propel me to that level of fame. Tell him Steve <laughs> Dave. Tell him Steve Dave. <laughs> <laughs> not, not if two serial killers like you advise two serial killers to get married. Yeah. <laughs> Now, there's that doctor patient confidentiality. So if yeah. a guy a guy comes to you and he's like, you know, the serial killer they're looking for, it's me. Like, then what do you do? So, so this is kind of interesting because if the crimes have happened in the past, uh, you can encourage the person to report them themselves, but you're under no legal obligation to actually uh, report them. Um. I believe some people do anyway, but it's actually probably a breach of confidentiality the way the law is written. But if they said, I'm going to go kill this person, then you're legally obligated to inform that person and the police. So, so. if he said something very general like, hey, I'm, I'm, the, I'm this, this serial killer, right? Uh, I'm the uh, – who, who is your guy? The, uh, uh, oh, yeah, the, the brown uh, uh, the brown collared killer, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah BCK. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he shits okay. on, on people's collars. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, no, white, I only go after white people who commit white collar crimes. Okay. I, I, this, is, this is my serial – if I had to become a serial <laughs> killer, I'd want, it, I'd want at least off people who are pieces of shit. But I don't want to go – but obviously if I'm going after criminals, I got to pick my – I got to pick non, non-dangerous criminals because I'm not young anymore. So I got to go after guys. Who, I was twenty. If I got to go after guys who commit white collar yeah. crimes, you know, like pansies and People pussies, that- <laughs> <laughs> just sit behind a desk all day, yeah, getting fat. Guys that are older than me, you know, like Bernie Madoff. I could fucking uh, snuff okay. him out like a fucking candle. <laughs> oh, you might. No, should now you report I'm, this? Uh, yeah, I could I if I was uh, the brown collar killer, but I'm not. I have to notify Bernie Madoff. <laughs> I mean, the plan's also supposed to be realistic, so he's, he's in jail, right? So I mean, so right. you, so you would be like, you'd have have to uh, evaluate like how realistic it is his his threat level yeah okay 
Right, but if he's like, uh, okay, so I'm I'm this serial killer. I, I killed these people, and he's like, and I'm not going to stop. So it's that general. That's not really a plan. But if he's like, I got my eye on this this chick or this dude or whatever. That's is that solid enough that you can report it? I mean, I would. Yeah, I don't know if Fucking I would get snitch. in trouble for it, but yeah, trouble I, from who? Your the fraternity for breaking confidentiality. Well, why don't so. you just tell somebody? Like, like tell somebody else, and then they can tell the cops. And if there's a reward, well, even just <gasps> telling somebody else is breaking confidentiality. That's what you do, though. Like, if there's a reward, like you tell me, and then I'm like, oh, you know what? And then like I give the tip that leads to the uh, to the. So you capture. can't you can't uh-huh. even tell your wife, right? That. No. Wow, how how difficult is that? You got to have like you got some steely resolve not to want to be like come home from it. You're like, how was your day at work? And you something really juicy happened. You're I'm no Bob like, Newhart. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, I can say. I mean, I could talk about in general what happened. I could say, you know, somebody came in and they <laughs> said they were going to go killer. kill somebody else, but I can't tell you her can't say who the, the who, person but was. This, but in the Newhart show, details. he did. He told. Emily constantly about his patients. It's not like that. <laughs> no, she doesn't really care too much. Really? About, oh, okay. uh, about well, she'd care about that. Like the stuff you were talking about the other day or yesterday, like no, no names or anything, just very general stuff. Like that sounds interesting to me. I'd want to hear about that. Like people lighting themselves on fire and, and like tweakers and all this other shit, like, you know, like I yeah. want to hear those stories. I mean, sometimes I tell them about like, uh, Funny stuff, you know, like I have a guy that won't leave his house because he's paranoid. Aliens are going to try to get him. Uh-huh. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you want to hear yeah. something that's a riot? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not really funny to him, but it's kind of like, you uh, know, shut in. Has he ever humor. been, has he ever been abduct- abducted? Um, uh, no, no, he says he, that's not been a problem, but he fears <laughs> it. <laughs> so it's just the fear. keeps. How him. do you um, how do you treat that, though? He takes uh, like antipsychotics, like right? But do you tell him? Do you, do you are you do you flat out say you don't need to worry about this, brother? There are no aliens, or do you or do you keep up the the facade that like there are aliens that could get you? <laughs> yeah, do you have to play into it. No, you know you don't play into the people's delusions. <laughs> You'd be like, I think I just saw one go by the window. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! But that that but that's not that much of a delusion, though, because you're you're sitting here selling that there's no chance that we haven't been visited by aliens. With all the yeah, video, I guess you got me there. I mean, because <laughs> well, that's condescending. Do you say? Do you... <laughs> Come because, on, I mean, you're because, really. You're, uh... There's no. There's no way you can say unequivocally. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. I said that right. I want to impress the, yeah. the, the doctor. Yeah, you can yeah. tell. It's like wow. <laughs> well, it's like, look at these. Look at these scholars. These two. <laughs> but like, there's. I mean, you. Which is good, I guess. You don't. So, do you say there's no such thing as aliens? No, I believe there probably are aliens. So, <laughs> Whatever's going to shut down this But I don't believe he was uh, visited by them. I mean, what you the reason you can tell um, is you know the, the inconsistencies in his story. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been there ever since he's been coming in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there you can break down the inconsistencies. You know, sometimes people have delusions that are very they almost seem real, like Terminator like, type stuff. Like the person I was saying that, like you know, he thought his wife was he thought he saw an email and his wife was cheating on him, but he was staring at a cell phone that was just turned off. And he, he he told you that he was like a computer programmer. Yeah, he's like a computer programmer. And his wife was like he doesn't know anything about computers, and he was he just stares at a cell phone that's not even turned on. It's not even connected to a service, and thinks he's seeing emails about her cheating on him. That's some paranoid shit. It is, but 
in this day and age, it's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, oh, man. What did you say to him? Were you like, you're probably right? What do you tell the guy who's thinking that he's scared of aliens, though? That's what I'm really interested I mean, in. How do you help, like, help him? So my job for a person that's like that, because most delusions, uh, they're very hard to treat even with medications. So my job is to make sure the delusion doesn't interfere with his functioning so he can be kind of happy in his life, be spend time with his family and uh, do the things he wants to do to the extent that he can do them. So he can't even, he can't even hold a job, right? Cause he can't leave the he, house. He had to quit his job, that guy. So, um, cause he was afraid of going to work and getting abducted by aliens. He was afraid to leave the house. Has he all. made any breakthroughs? So, uh, yeah. Oh, that's I good. I mean, so the medication helps him, you know, he has to support a family, you know, so, now, if you didn't see him for a while, would you be like, damn, maybe I was wrong? Like, maybe he got abducted and I'm the asshole. Oh, like or if what I if called you, his house and he wasn't there. Or what if you see, or like, what if you see on the, um, <laughs> on Discovery Channel, you see a yeah. show that, like, you see some fucking unbelievable footage of some UFOs. Like, does that, would that be a trigger for him? Or, would that, or is it just it's a certain thing has to, like, it's a certain alien? Um, I'm not too sure because I don't really like try to talk to him too much about it because it's kind of oh. like dis- disruptive to him. So well, it's I feeding just, into it then, right? Yeah. So you haven't had exactly. him. Have you, have you had him draw what the aliens look like? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, what their genitalia look like? <laughs> <laughs> like, would would you lose your license if you did that? You're like, um, what do their cocks look like? Do you think? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it actually takes a quite a lot to lose your license, but um, yeah, I wouldn't so expect you, anyone. If to you asked him just to do a quick <laughs> sketch, would, be would you be would you be in in breach or would you be in trouble for saying something like that? Would no, you? I think that people would probably like other psychiatrists would be like, "That's probably not a good idea," um, and it doesn't really help him. So you want everything to kind of help the patient. You don't want to do things that um, are <laughs> you think just are funny. <laughs> yeah, you think are funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you can bring it um, home. Or for like, your own curiosity, you know, that's like that's, that would be tough, though, right? Oh, that's what I'm saying. You got to have a steely resolve to not want to know, like, to hear more about that aspect mm-hmm. because you want to limit that. And you want him look. Sounds like you want him talking about it as little as possible in in your session with him, right? Well, I just want to know. Not that I don't want him to talk about it, but I just want to know kind of how it is impairing his day to day functioning. So I can try to figure out how to improve his day-to-day functioning. How long has he had he been uh, fearful of this? Is it just a recent thing? This, has it been uh, years? I think this is about ten years. Wow. This person. Holy so. shit! That's a long time. And like, at what yeah. point are you like, well, they didn't get me, so it just never ends. And then right? he, he said, now he so. meant space aliens, not illegal aliens, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe Eric's I should like, clarify Eric. that. Yeah. Eric's like, we, they call them undocumented uh, citizens yeah. now. Illegal aliens. Is... <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that was your fuck up that you could clarify. Like he got kidnapped by some refugee. <laughs> yeah, then you lose your license, right? Because you never really specified. I mean, he might have some grounds to... <laughs> To say that I wasn't practicing up to par, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out the alien's name wasn't Tor, it was Jose. Yeah. 
When you drew the picture, this looks like that. It looks like the Cheeto bin. <laughs> I thought it was gonna look. I thought it was gonna look green and scaly. <laughs> this looks like like just a regular guy, like with a sombrero on. What, what kind of alien? Oh, oh shit! Are you saying from the last I thought you were five crazy. years? Yeah. <laughs> It turns out you just like Trump. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's some San Francisco shit for you, Eric. Nature oh, Box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naturebox.com slash TESD. 50% off your first order. Now that you live in Southern California, maybe you want a taste of that San Francisco yeah, like I missed the treat. Yeah. Granola. Mm-hmm. You missed the <laughs> granola. And, uh, and what is Q like? I forget. Oh, the black cherry or the white cherry or the um, – yeah. He's all into cherry, <laughs> regardless of the color. Oh, here it is. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, he I can't remember it, what he likes. Yeah, he's constantly crying. He doesn't get enough. Like, you can't just order it or have his person order it. Uh, his there's people. Yeah. Yeah, his people. <laughs> Put my people in touch with Nature Box. Uh, 50% off your first order. You never get bored. New snacks every month. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, over a hundred to choose from. I think I said that already. No minimum purchase. You can cancel any time. You don't get Nature Box, do you? Get that that guy that you're gonna get Blue Apron. Nature Box too, man. Nature Box, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hook him up with some Nature Box because that's good for him. Then he doesn't even have to leave the house. Yeah, this guy's <laughs> never gonna leave the house. He's getting Blue Apron delivered to him. Plus, he'll live Nature to be, Box. but he'll live to be a hundred though. Yeah, he's like, I wish I died fifty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> eating good, eating healthy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is like, this is one of the first guys that, that I ever knew that was into like all the liberal bullshit. Like, oh, hey it, man. Are you a 10 on the, on the liberal scale? No, 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 no not no, anymore. No. Oh, no. <laughs> and when I lived in San Francisco, I was one of the more conservative people that lived there. And I'm pretty liberal for New Jersey, I think. So New Jersey's pretty liberal, aren't they? We're on the coast. Yeah. Uh, f- <laughs> yeah, it's fairly liberal, but San Francisco is totally different. It's yeah, fucking out of control. San Francisco I've heard, is, yeah. It's, it's totally <laughs> yeah. different. Men on men. <laughs> oh, no, no, I just heard some, some crazy. Yeah, they do. They they're they think outside of a different box. Yeah, it's uh, oh, Berkeley bullshit, right? Setting park benches on fire. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of poor defenseless it, park benches. <laughs> Who's going to stand up for that park bench? Yeah. Nobody does. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's going to stand up because now there's no more park bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you were the first one that was like, like, cared about shit. That was like, hey man, don't say fag. I'm like, shut up, fag. <laughs> Like, like really the first guy that like you know because we grew up in the 70s and 80s and it's like you say fag you don't mean gay guy at all. But you were the first one that's like, hey, man, words hurt, dude. And <laughs> I don't remember using that phrase, but yeah. No, but yeah, you were, you were more liberal than anyone uh, I, I had ever known, you know, out of, out of our I think it was because I left Highlands and then I went and offended a whole bunch of people at college. Hey, <laughs> fag! That's literally what I was doing. And then uh, somebody came up to me and was like, gave me the 411. They're like, you shouldn't talk like that. <laughs> what do you mean, fag? Why can't I talk like that? Words can hurt, dude. I'm like, ooh, you don't say. All right. I tell my brother. Yeah. That was a real eye opener, huh? Going to college? Yeah, it was a 
definitely different. I didn't realize how different uh, Highlands was than the rest of the world. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so. Yeah, but this is a guy that was like, like you, and I didn't even drink Pepsi, but he was like down on Pepsi. He's like, yeah, man, because Pepsi does business with Burma, who like oh, uh, really? represses their citizens. And I'm like, I can't even have a fucking can of soda now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, but well, I mean, I still kind of do that. Like, I don't shop at certain stores. Oh, yeah, what stores? Because, what stores uh, are on your shit list? I don't know if you'll Stash. be happy. Oh, uh, <laughs> Hobby Lobby is one store I don't shop at because oh, they're the, the, big time uh, anti-abortionist. Uh, Hobby Lobby, yeah. yeah. What's up? That's a store. Yeah. Oh, and uh, why would I, I not? Why would I that? not be happy? I, I'm not anti-abortion. No, but he'll Catholic, no. You should you? you should be happy though because then it's driving business to you. If he's, oh yeah, like well, anybody who's anti Hobby Lobby. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So you you thought that I was I was um, are you Chick-fil-A? Catholic? I'm Catholic. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I, I'm not the I'm not the uh, the best Catholic. Okay, I can say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. so can, I'll give an abortion so or two. Anyone who knows you, yeah. yeah. I want to be good, but that's the thing, though. I want to be better. Yeah, yeah. I'm always, I, I always, I know that I, I fall f- so short, but um, I, in terms of abortion, sometimes hot it's hot topic, but it's yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's 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 it should be done, and other times it shouldn't. What are you be looking done. at me for? And <laughs> 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 other times it's done kind of like on the cuff, you know, or, you know, it's like a, almost like a, you know, like a birth control. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but other times, you know, I understand why some people need to have it done. Yeah, but I well, mean, Hobby Lobby, why? But why are they not allowed to? Well, they had this big thing where and, they went to the Supreme right. Court and they took. Did away they win the, or lose? They won. Remember. Hobby Lobby won. Yeah, they won. They won the right yeah. to what? Not and they lost my business uh, to not provide uh, certain health care to their uh, female employees. Are you a big arts and craft dude? Did, did you put a big um, hurt, in her, hurt in their pocket by not shopping I mean, there no more? The, the yarn a, section. Ton, yeah. <laughs> I don't buy I, my buttons there no more. Crafts <laughs> and my pipe cleaners up. are bought elsewhere, Mr. Lobby. Yeah. yeah. Like, why are our shares sinking? They're in the boardroom. Well, have you ever heard of Michael's, Mr. Lo- Mr. Lobby? Yeah, That's exactly where, I'm at. where I go. <laughs> That's, uh, oh, so, uh, yeah, so sort of like a pharmacist yeah. who's like, hey, man, I, I don't believe in. I don't believe in abortion, so they won't give them like the morning after pill or whatever. Yeah, that's totally unethical. That is that is that, that is, is the uh, a dude's no, greatest enemy, yeah. a fucking cocksucker who won't hand over the morning after pill. All those pharmacists should be fucking beaten, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like beaten where they stand. Yeah, I, I'm not. And a, you're a girl, and you're like, oh, I had a one night stand with some fucking schmuck, and now I'm gonna fucking have his kid. No way, right? Give me that morning after pill. I mean, uh, I beat in, you where you stand. in medicine in general, you have to work with people that have different value systems and belief systems than yourself. So I don't know why you would go into the medical field if you were. I mean, it just doesn't. It's not appropriate to decline people care. Do you do you do beliefs. you think it's weird when you see, um, like, you know, you're around people of science and they're still they're religious? That's a weird thing, right? Because the two don't really. Yeah, sometimes well. people have um, uh, beliefs that you know are completely unscientific, but they're mm-hmm. doctors, and so you're like, "How do it you? Makes no how sense. did you take all of these science classes and still maintain this really odd belief?" Odd belief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people well, talk believe about- like 
global warming's a conspiracy, stuff like. Uh oh. <laughs> but you okay? Is, is global warm? Is global warming completely caused by man? Um, it not it doesn't necessarily have to be, but it, it appears that man is a huge factor, and I think has the has the earth has the earth warmed up and cooled down well long before man was ever on the face of the planet. I believe that is true. Yes. So man wasn't the, wasn't the um, reason it happened before man was around. So why are we the reason now? Well, man is. I mean, I think that uh, we are trying to do is separate man from nature. Man's actually part of nature, so everything we do is kind of part of the earth, right? So, I mean, we're all right. Well, before there was like factories an and aerosol cans, the yeah. earth was warming we're causing and cooling. An un, uh, it's you can't even say it's unnatural, but the, our activities are causing accelerated rate, accelerating, accelerating. How do we know man. it's accelerated though? How do you know it wasn't just time for a fucking? Oh, if you're going to be a talking head, you're going to have to get used man, to this kind of shit, man. How do we know? How do, how do we know it's accelerated? How do we know Start we just weren't due for this 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 warm pocket, this hot pocket? Yeah, yeah, well, baby. You, the way they, I think they've established it. And I, I mean, I'm not they. an expert on it, but climate, <laughs> now he's distancing himself. Climate scientists. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think it exists either. I mean, I know a guy. <laughs> I mean, you look back at. Uh, um, you know, climate record, and then you kind of see how it's progressed, and then you look at the industrial age, and then you see the acceleration from that point, and that's why they think that this time it's happening at a faster pace because what can we do? Uh, move inland, maybe, because I don't think anybody's going to stop it. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, so I mean, at this point, there's really nothing you can do, right? You can't stop. You can't stop it where it's at. I mean, Temperature is just going to keep rising. Yeah, probably. I mean, um, if there are things that uh, could be done, but you know, they hurt economically, and uh, poor countries do not want to do them because they are not as developed as us, and so they probably will not do want do that. Like so, the Chinese, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. So. so like, so then, like, that's like, so why are we forced to feel the shame and the um and the, like the big target on on Americans' heads about this problem? So the other countries that are the blame isn't aren't they most for the most part? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Tired of everybody blaming America for all the fucking world's ills. I, I agree with that. Uh, to <laughs> He's like build a wall. You sold them. Just build an air conditioned wall so we were really cool inside. Yeah. Everybody else fucking suffer <laughs> out yeah, there. They can sweat it out. <laughs> People. Uh, I think people depend on us to kind of solve – To lead the way? To lead the way. You think American oh, exceptionalism man. still exists, huh? I mean it definitely still exists. Yeah. It, it is right. weird how America yeah. is like, we know what to do. Like at every turn, it's like, <laughs> we know what to do. <laughs> well, I think because we do have a lot of very intelligent people that are born here, but we also have a lot of intelligent people that want to live here. And because they're so smart, they're able to – come here and make their way here like uh like elon musk like all these really super oh the tesla guy yeah so these there are as a large we kind of drain they call it what uh brain drain so we drain the other countries of their kind elite. of their smartest and brightest how do you as a as a person how do you what do you do on a daily on a daily basis to uh do things to help the environment in terms yeah, of to reduce of, your carbon to, footprint, yeah. man. To reduce my carbon footprint, it's pretty bad right now. What kind of car you drive? 
Uh, Subaru. He's it's not a school bus. <laughs> yeah, it's not a. Uh, oh, why? Could you tell him my car? Oh, you got a you got a Prius driver right here, son. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, okay, so I so everybody but, leave me the fuck alone. I want to hear about it no more. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it no more. I, I did my part. You did now, your part. Yeah, now I don't need to hear about it no more. If everybody drove a Prius, we'd be in a good spot, right? I uh, or a better would say spot. that we would probably have all our problems would be maybe solved. Yeah, I mean, every other car company is out of business <laughs> yeah. and only Priuses are being manufactured. <laughs> well, now everybody should go the Prius route with the uh, less fuel. Like like Tesla, right? That's that's purely battery, right? It doesn't even oh, take yeah. gas. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the car you have? Uh, no, 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 I can't. That's a, like, that. Isn't like yeah. base price like eighty thousand on <laughs> these cars? I mean, you could do a little bit more and get a Tesla. Yeah, yeah. you know you I got mean. the money. Don't even try, don't even try it. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing. I, I mean, what about solar yeah. panels? I got some of them too. I mean, it do sounds you? like you're doing uh, your I'm part. Doing, you know? I, so, mean, I mean, where where do you get your solar panels? <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. off, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Dr. Green comes over from the West Coast. They wants to tell everybody on the East Coast how to live. Oh, they always do. They always do, man. Here's what you're doing wrong. Where it's hurt, dude. Yeah. And, and yeah. Along with hurt. your car and uh, yeah. everything else you're doing. No, I mean fucking hippie. Yeah, my lifestyle's not as uh, as green as it used to be. You stop sure. caring, right? That's one thing you would impart to all the millennials today. Like someday you won't fucking get care either. All this shit that you think is like so important, like a, like a tranny using the bathroom. Someday, and it, not to say it isn't important, but someday you're just not going to care. Like you're I just going to be like I whatever. Care anyway, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't care. What age were you when you stopped? Karen. What? Like when you that lost your passion like, for like all the all. I care about stuff. I care I don't about mean things that. still. I mean the, uh, the the topic of the week I'm talking about. When my like, priorities when, just shift. Like now I have you know uh, my stepson. So it's like so we live in a town that's 45 minutes from where I work. So he could go to a better school. So I pollute the environment. So I care less about the environment, more about him. But I think that's pretty normal. Most yeah, people care normal. more about their yeah, family. Your little circles, really, all that that yeah. you can can. You can think about if can't I, think about the big picture. If I knew it was going to reduce greenhouse gases, I would send Sage to like an inner city, like Detroit school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. better walk to school so she didn't mean, burn up any any uh, emissions. Yeah, if I lived where I worked, that's essentially what my uh, kid would have to do. So it's like that's that's the kind of place you work in, that kind of town. Yeah, it's very poor. And do you see so. kids going to school and you're like, oh yeah, poor bastards. Yeah, not like every poor day. like no money, but I like, see kids walking down the street by prostitutes on their way to school. On my way to ones? work every single day. Like hot, hot prostitutes or gross? No. Yeah. <laughs> At least over there, so, that would be cool. Yeah, so it's a very poor uh, hmm. community. So so I do my part. I go work in the poor. Yeah, but it's self-serving, so don't even yeah, try it. Say, <laughs> they force me to do it. Actually, well, let's say somebody listening at a big, at a big, uh, at a big wants to start. They're starting their own private business and wants to uh, wants to get you on the. Uh, oh, wants to snap me up? Yeah. Should I give out my phone number? No, no. no. Let's say, would you would you, uh, would you consider it, or are you committed to your um, your uh, where you're at right now? Or are you- uh, well, I have uh, one more year of residency left, so I have to be in this program oh, okay. for one more year. But afterwards, it's you're saying it's- like like a college player who gets drafted by the NBA or something like second year. Like could you like could you drop out residency and just like do no? I have to shit? finish. Yeah, I have to finish. Would then you'd be able to open up your own practice? Yes, I could. Would you stay in the in the area you're at, or would you want to move somewhere? Let maybe a little bit more where your where your where your patients are actually able to pay you then. 
um, I definitely want to move to probably more high functioning patients. I worked with, uh, kind of very poor people for a long time. So even before I went to medical school, I worked in a free clinic and then I worked in a free mental health clinic. And so I did my part. That's it. Like you bought your Prius. Right. I did my time. There you go. So once, once uh, you get everything done, you're officially a doctor, right? And I'm yeah. off TV. I'm already a doctor. Can we run a pill? Can we run a pill mill together? <laughs> yeah. Johnson, see that? See that? The Johnson flare. I'm already the, a doctor. The back, yeah. The back arch. Yeah. Bristles. I'm already a doctor. Yeah. She bristles and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Do you cook at home, Eric? Um. Yeah. And my <laughs> wife Shirley, she cooks. She co- Oh, okay. You got her in the kitchen. No shoes, right? No shoes. That's the way you do it. Yeah, we don't wear shoes in the house. Barefoot? No. Come on. You know what I'm getting at. This is what Blue Apron's all about, man. Number one, fresh ingredient. Okay. Is cooking oh. ever used as therapy? You ever ever say that? Like I've. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, and um, uh, your wife's like, like I'm sad. You're like, make me a sandwich, bitch. That's my prescription. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, a lot of people have uh, physical health problems because they don't know how to actually go and uh, shop. So They don't know, they how, know to how to shop. shop. Healthy. Yeah, I have a person oh, okay. I'm working with right shop now. Healthy. I don't even they don't know how to shop at all. They don't know the concept actually, of like grabbing something and paying for it. <laughs> yeah. I made a, a, They're called shoplifters. <laughs> yeah. No, I types. made a, a joke to uh, my therapy supervisor that I was going to buy my patient Blue Apron. Actually, <laughs> oh really? Oh. Yeah, I'm not allowed to do that. But I was like, because they shop even if you use for themselves the- so poorly that they buy such unhealthy food. Like, even if could you, you recommended use- though Blue Apron, like right in on prescription. Yeah. No, I mean, like, could you have recommended to the patient like during a therapy session? Like, you know, um, there's, there's this, um, there's this yeah, service, I mean, Blue Apron. Yeah, I. I- <sighs> I might not promote a specific service, but in this you case, in this would. case, it would be, yeah. would be okay. In this case, I think as it's long okay. as they use blueapron.com/tesd, yeah, then yeah, and uh, surely there's no make sure the promo code gets on the yeah yeah like don't fuck this up you fucked everything else up do not fuck up this code but yeah man so this person who doesn't know how to shop like this 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 month or, or upcoming. Spinach and fresh uh, mozzarella, as the Italians say, pizza mm-hmm. with a bunch of stuff on it. Sweet and sour salmon with bok choy, mingle like that. Parmesan crusted chicken, baby broccoli, all kinds of stuff, man. Hey, what's wrong with Ming? Yeah, what the fuck is man, wrong with Ming? What's up with Ming? Is he? I, I <laughs> call them a sociopath, right? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. he? I mean. He- it's possible. Oh. I mean, <laughs> he's not ruling it out. <laughs> so, why are you the doctor? I don't, I don't know. Right? <laughs> are, are you on the market for an apprentice? <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of the stuff that you that he that happens and the things he says and the things he does and the amount of time he spends away is kind of odd. Like right. Yeah. So, or is it like I always wondered? Like, does he spend so much time away doing these things? Because he really like he was quiet when when we first met him. He said he was quiet in college, quiet in high school. But now, like this motherfucker's life of the party. Like, no kidding. Every single con he goes to, and it's a lot. There, there's a lot of them. Everybody knows him. Everybody's talking to him. Hugs and hellos and all this other shit. Like, is it, um, he's just making up for those lost years where he was invisible and now he's like the man or is he just a sociopath? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, 
I mean, most people, when they reach that age, they no longer do that. They don't right? covet. They, spend, they don't covet. Especially that kind if they of... have a family, so you would. <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh boy! <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I wish she was here. This was so bad. Oh, I guess uh, this. Uh, oh my God! You can you come back next week? <laughs> I want to get everybody here. I want to get everybody here. I want you to diagnose all of our fucked ups that that we that, that are our circle. I'll help so, you out. <laughs> go through that. Oh, this will be. Oh, when's the next time you're back in Jersey? Uh, we'll probably come back much more often now because my schedule is a little bit lighter. So we gotta, probably might come back this summer. We got to so. get him back on. Well, and we'll do like we'll get, we'll get the whole. We we'll get Frank. We'll get all the Franks. We'll get everybody. And right. He, and he can. Like, yeah, like Frank everything. Five. He can be like, "What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you leaving your wife on Thanksgiving?" <laughs> oh, it'd be great. Yeah, what a crew, right? Yeah. Like when you think of everyone like together, all their like different like mental problems. <laughs> and shit. Yeah, man, Ming. All right. Blue can, apron. We'll put them on, yeah, yeah. Uh, cooking together, build strong family bonds. Is that guy have a family? That guy who doesn't know how to shop? Uh, he doesn't, but um, I mean, he needs to build more bonds with anyone. So, All right. Well, research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Delivered to 99% of the continental, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's good, man. Just uh, Q uses it. What more do you need to know? Affordable, variety, flexible, easy, guaranteed, all that shit, blueapron.com slash T-E-S-D. That's the deal sealer. Q uses it. Yeah. What else do you mm. need to know? That's the, That should have been the end of the commercial. Q uses it. Next. Well, yeah, you're, you're a doctor, like, but you have to complete the – like if if you don't – like let's say you drop out this last year. You're still a doctor? Yeah. But you don't You're a doctor after you finish medical school. Okay. So what does a residency mean then? Residency is a additional training so you can uh, practice on your own. Oh, like specialize in something. So, yeah. Oh, so, so after this, then you could be like Bob Newhart, like seeing, seeing your own – like open or your may, own practice. Or maybe you could get a soprano. Like you could start seeing some gangsters and stuff. You come to Jersey. Yeah. Like, like, was that, like what was that lady mm-hmm. who, was, who, was, who was diagnosing uh, Tony Soprano? Oh, Dr. Melfi? Yeah. 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 That'd be cool, yeah. right? I mean, she only got threatened like every other episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your patients must threaten you, right? At least she had a nice house and stuff, though. I mean, yeah, yeah got, my you, patients you, get get threatened. threatened they don't threaten you, though. No, they threaten me all the time. Really? Yeah. How do you deal with that? Um, we have a lot of security, uh, but I don't know. It doesn't really bother me anymore. Are they threatening you for what? For more medication or for? Uh, so I work. So as well as working in a community uh, clinic, I work in a psychiatric emergency room, like an inpatient hospital. So sometimes the police bring them there against their will, and they're really psychotic. So they'll start like, I don't know, they'll threaten just to punch me in the face if I don't <laughs> let them out, or like sometimes they even attack people. Like, what does that do mentally, though, to you, though? Like, <laughs> like when you're dealing with that kind of like. Uh, Patients are on that level of like psych- psychosis, mm-hmm. or is that the word? Mm-hmm. Like, like, how do you decompress from that? Like, dealing with that all day long, and then you—I mean—is it just go home and deal with your family, or like, how do you like? How could you like remove yourself from that and not be like tr- like affected yeah. by having? Like, I take Trump out just... my day on one of those prostitutes. <laughs> I mean, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Jack them up. <laughs> I mean. Uh... 
Yeah, it takes a little bit of uh, unwinding. It was kind of like a lot like uh, growing up in the Johnson household. <laughs> so is there? It's got to be way worse than that. <laughs> no, I mean you. Like you all just... the Johnsons are on meth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, you kind of. I don't really take it too seriously when I'm there. You kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Just talk about it with the other staff a little bit, and. So you can't take anything personally because the people are very sick. I don't sick, mean personally. I don't mean the. Um, I don't mean the threats. I mean just the the kind of stress level of deal of like constantly having to deal with people who yeah. are not all like not there. They're not in. They're not able to have that a normal like conversation. So they're like they're psychotic though. How do you decompress from that? Like dealing with that all day long though. How do you with the bad jokes and <laughs> I know the bullshit stories? <laughs> I don't know. I. Just watch TV. <laughs> really? Like, oh, really? Like, that's listen to Tom, Steve, Dave, right? Write yourself a prescription, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you're allowed to self-prescribe? <laughs> yeah, are you allowed to do that? Lose yeah. your license. I mean, actually, it's good for stress. Every uh, every board exam I took, I always listen to tell him Steve, Dave, on the way to the board exam because it takes my mind off of like the things that – or else I start thinking about things I might have studied more. Wow. Really? So yeah. So damn. That's man. A, that's incredible. We've got some that's elite a, listeners. What? Give me yeah. your top five episode list. Doctor oh J's top five. <laughs> the past three hundred and seven. I know. Man. Is there a go-to one, or you only listen to it once? You never go back and listen to another one ever. Is that your? That I only. Kind of I usually only listen to them once. Okay. Um. Did you buy the Christmas ones? Or did Brian just give he them give, to you? Yeah, he gives Fuck them to it. me. Just yeah, shut I know. I know. <laughs> maybe you should Richie trying Rich. to string me along because I was still in medical school for yeah. most of these. I considered so. it a once-a-year care package. But yeah. That cost me nothing. <laughs> no, no standouts for you? What about – so you listened to episode 300 where Gidham got married? I yeah, wish Gidham was, was here. Good. So, like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's a what's little disappointing. Feelings, what's your feelings on Gidham? I mean – my feeling is that if he has Asperger's, it's it's pretty it's pretty mild. Uh, oh, he's he he get, he resents. He's pretty that. highly functional. I think he's high. Functioning. He resents when doctors give an honest. <laughs> he appraisal. resents when people say like like we're, it's you're it's just a tad. It's just a touch. He wants it's, full blown. He wants no. He doesn't. We yeah, our, that's our cousin has Asperger's <laughs> yeah. full blown, and it's like he's nothing he's like not him. Even, I've seen people even less Worse functional than, than uh, our cousin. Yeah, and okay. uh, it can be pretty difficult. So, so if he's, so he's able to work here. He is. It's it's not. Um, it's not. Uh, it, that's pretty high functioning. He's more high functioning than most of my patients. So he said he can't detect sarcasm, right? He does, he, he, he can't has a hard it. time deciphering sarcasm. He says, "Yeah." So he's like that. the king. He would be the king in the land of yeah. So Aspergers. Yeah. So social cues is a big thing on autism spectrum. So sarcasm's like definitely body language, those types of things. Yeah. He's he. These are the things he'll he'll text me questions at night i guess when he's dealing with some other people he'll ask my opinion because he can't read it properly <laughs> bryce said mm. but, uh, <laughs> yeah. just assume it's all sarcastic so really there's not too much i could do for him but i could sell you some training if you want like i could come in here and coach you <laughs> through how you to behave some, with him can no. you give me some just some pointers some right free now? Tips. Just some, just some free tips <laughs> you know I, I don't need them totally well you know just just enough to get by <laughs> Like, how do, what's the best way to deal with somebody on the spectrum like that? 
You should I fire think, him. Uh, a lot yeah. of, a lot of um, reinf- like a reinforced uh, compliment or should I be a straight I don't even shooter? think that matters. I think you have to be very like simple directions and very clear like direct. That's what, um, that's what you say, right? Like he's not a good like self-motivator. Like he doesn't just go do stuff. You always got to tell him what to do. He's yeah. getting better though. Yeah? Yeah, he's getting better. But at first, yeah. yes. Yeah, like if you have to have him break down some boxes or something, you would probably just say – Hey, today I need to break down the Should box. Should I have him doing Just it with, say, a, with a butter knife? 8 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so in case he goes – Where the – put these mittens shit. on. <laughs> he's two he's like two he's like cooking gloves on. <laughs> I shouldn't say so. I've never met him. I <laughs> you, you, you basically know him. You listen to Tom Steve Dave. Yeah. He's yeah. exactly the same off mic as he is on mic. Yeah, I don't That's find the that beauty hard of to him. believe. Yeah. So. Nothing changes. He's is as annoying as fuck as on mic as he is on mic, <laughs> but lovable, still lovable. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, he seems like a very nice guy. He is. Are you ever concerned that like because I've seen him get red faced like a couple weeks ago? He thought that Walt stole his can of beans <laughs> and became very like agitated by the idea. And Walt did nothing to like like disabuse him of the notion, like sort of just left it hanging there, like maybe I did. <laughs> is is it is it um is it cool to taunt a retard? <laughs> I guess is what we're asking. Yeah, uh, we don't. I mean, oh, is that that's that not allowed official, anymore? I mean, first of all, he's he's not intellectually disabled, right? He's, he's super. He's, he's, all he does is fucking wait most. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, His I know. IQ. Is I think higher allegedly than, allegedly than your brother's, who supposedly is the, the elite of uh, Highlands. I forgot what number it was. When, <laughs> I heard him, uh, when I heard him say the number, I said to myself, "I was like, if I ever get on, tell him Steve Dave, I'm gonna like say my IQ is ten points higher than his." <laughs> but I actually yeah, I couldn't remember the numbers. So. No verification or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Again, he's getting yeah. his super, super intelligent. I told him the other night, yeah. I asked him a question about something. He knew it immediately. I was like, I said, it's like having the human version of Siri. You know, I'm able to just like text him like, do you know this? Boom, he knows it. It's it's great. You don't think he, mm-hmm. you don't think he Googles yeah. it? It's too quick. Yeah. Yeah, it's too quick. He just knows it. But a lot of people call him on shit. They're like, what he's what he's saying is total bullshit. It's not true. Because like he will. He he doesn't hesitate and he'll come he'll come through with like an answer and you're just like, okay, because he seems confident in that answer. Mm-hmm. But then people will write in and they're like he's not right. Well I, I I would have to question if they're right. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would take I would take <laughs> Gidham Gidham. is always right. <laughs> <laughs> At this point from what I from dealing with Gidham, I'm always going to I'm always going to lean towards Gidham if I'm unsure. It would, mm-hmm. If some fucking Joe Blow is emailing in, like you got to prove your answer to me. I'm just going to take your word for it. Mm-hmm. Gidham's been Gidham's like a clock. He's reliable, huh? He always shows up on time, never late. Never late. Hmm. Comes in like I got to tell him to stay home when it's snowing too hard. He's that reliable. <laughs> How many times has that been? <laughs> well, uh, it's, been a, it's been a rough winter so far. You know, uh, it, uh, there was time it was like you cannot come in today. We're not going to be open. And he was like, he was all bummed out. He was all like stressed out about it and everything. Because hmm. he just he, he that's he's like uh, he's like a super worker. 
See, this is a different story than what I yeah. hear like <laughs> many times. Like when I come in before like we do the show well, and you're like, this fucking it. stupid asshole. Did I make that. a mistake? No, there's, <laughs> Just, there's not times I, – I cannot be honest and say there hasn't been times when I've been annoyed by some of the things he's done. But I can't, I can't diss his, uh, his, uh, his, work his reliability yeah. and his, uh, and his uh, like – Taking the responsibility of being here when he's supposed to be here, even to the point where I'm like, "Asshole, stay home. Mm-hmm. You can't come in today. We're not opening. There's fucking six. I mean, that's a snow. better problem to have, right? Yeah, than, exactly. Than, yeah, I'm not complaining about it. Right. Have you thought about maybe replacing some of your other employees with other with, with get them clones? <laughs> just yeah, just like mean, pull from pull from the Asperger's pool. <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad idea. I mean, like uh, I mean, I think uh, what I think Mike right now is probably is uh, scheduling a test right now to make sure. Yeah, he's like, I'm on the spectrum. I'm on the spectrum. <laughs> That would be amazing. Like Mike gets his fucking pink slip. He's like, well, why? You're like, well. <laughs> so somebody comes in, they're like, ah, I do your job now, Mike. <laughs> and Mike has to come back for comic book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Zip yeah. recruiter. Oh, they're back. They're back. Yeah. They, uh, they, <laughs> they went over the statistics. They found out that tell them Steve Dave uh, must have really helped their bottom line because they're back. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash TESD. Uh, this is one where I was like, what did you, I think it's not for people who want jobs. It's people who are giving jobs. <laughs> Low jobs or hand jobs. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? That's what you would do, Walt, right? If Gidham wasn't here, you're like, <laughs> let me go to ZipRecruiter. I'll put it up. See if anybody wants Absolutely. the job. Yeah. And Absolutely. then you get – uh, you post your job to 200 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all the single click. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in. No juggling emails or calls to your office. Now, let's say you have your own uh, doctor's office someday. Use ziprecruiter.com slash TESD. Yeah, of course. I yeah, you got to find a receptionist, right? You find all and you're like, must mm-hmm. be hookerish. You know, <laughs> not a hooker, but hookerish. So, uh, <laughs> so that will pull all the resumes where people have described themselves as, as hookerish, hookerish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or hookerish, yeah. Any any time you see hooker, right to my inbox, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, and anybody who's not, you're just like boom, right into the junk mail or whatever. <laughs> um, find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by Fortune 100 companies. That must suck, right? Like, is is Fortune 100 better or worse than Fortune 500? I think it's better, right? It's not the yeah, top, top 100, 100 countries. Oh, okay. Companies. All right, so one of the, the the top 100 companies in the whole world use them. So what, these people who have smaller businesses, I think they're too good. Thousands of small, medium-sized businesses. Please stylize and add personal anecdotes explaining what you like best about ZipRecruiter. Um, that the spot is over, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. How am I? Oh, you know what I like best about ZipRecruiter? It's so fucking Yeah, it's a little difficult, though, since we haven't been hiring anybody off of ZipRecruiter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's difficult, but you know it's still a great service, and uh, check it out. <laughs> what a salesman! <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. Wow. So did you said he was going to diagnose you today, though? Yeah, give me a full diagnosis, man. Being unreliable—it's not my fault, right? Being unreliable? Yeah. I mean, that's more of a personality issue. I don't really know. So you know, and 
Like if I don't um, show up to a con, they can't shame me, right? Yeah, they could probably. (laughs) They do. (laughs) I mean, because you think bipolar people are also very highly functioning. I mean, there's a lot of people that are like PhDs. Uh, Somebody wrote a book. They said they thought Mozart was bipolar. Like, so because you have so much increased energy that during certain periods, people tend to develop uh, skills and uh, um, like writing, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and those types of things. Uh, but then they kind of fall down and they go into kind of slumps. So if it's a side effect of, I mean, if it's something that's happening because of your depression, then then they can't maybe. shame me. Yeah, but um, I mean, no, I mean, so in bipolar, you get the highs and you get the lows. I mean, we know how long that- do the highs last? It depends. Sometimes, like sometimes, only like a couple hours. So sometimes a couple weeks. Yeah. Couple Does that sound normal? So, uh, yeah. So yeah. normally most – I mean most – so uh, an episode of hypomania is like five days long. Episode of mania is seven days long. Um, and that's a full-blown kind of episode. Those are the minimum standards to meet the diagnosis. But um, sometimes, I mean, they can last for months. A I mean, high? Yeah, a high. Um, Remember like like two years ago, I had like a, a month-long high where I was like exercising. and it felt good every day and then like that, like somebody switched mm-hmm. a light off. Yeah. And so the – That's all you were doing was just exercising now? Yeah, I was doing push-ups fucking 12 hours a day. No, no. I was I was, I was was exercising and I was writing something. I can't remember what it was at the time. But like I was other stuff, always though. busy, yeah, always oh, okay. doing something and like in good spirits. And a then, month. Yeah, it was after like. Remember, I had to go to the hospital because I was like, they thought I had a nervous breakdown because I couldn't see straight and shit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was on Sage's birthday, and I, they took me to the hospital because like somebody oh, was trying yeah. to hand me like a bottle oh, of water, yeah, and I was yeah. like, this. That's right. Like I, I wasn't seeing it, mm-hmm. and I was like really out of it. And then like a day or two later, like something like clicked in my head. Like I heard like a click yes, in the morning. I do remember this? Yeah, and, and then I was like, oh, yeah. everything's good. What it's all good. That? Was that the endorphins? I mean, that, that usually you were on a roll, and I really don't know what the what he's talking about. <laughs> what are they called? Endorphins. Endor- or, like is that like, when he practiced uh, neck? Did something release some sort of chemical release into, no, his, into no. his spinal cord? Yeah. Doesn't usually work that way. But I mean, the episodes come at standard like six to nine months, so um, they tend to stabilize and they'll come like kind of like in a wave. Um, so. I mean, you could just email them at certain months, and then maybe take. A few <laughs> like, if you want to know, if you want to know something two months from now, email yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> so, when's yeah. your last high? Was that it? No, um, no, it was uh, probably a couple weeks ago. It, and are it, you? In a, when are you? Are you feeling? Are you in a down now, or no? Or no, just, just a lull. No, just you know what I was. I was down last week because we didn't do the show. Like when Q was like, I'm sick, and then like, we'll do it tomorrow, and then he's like, I'm sick again, and then it like sunk really low. And Did I was it? like, yeah, yeah, I hate not well, doing it. You just it. should have said, let's get uh, get him or Jeff. Um, yeah, I could. But, but, but then anyway. by that point, yeah, then we had to do the con and shit, so I was like, mm-hmm. all right, well. And, and that didn't do anything to like boost it. It didn't boost it. <laughs> no, I mean we did the we did the vulgar um, screening and and Q and A, which was fun. It was later than I would have liked it, but then to me, like that's and every con's the same thing. The panel is the high; it's like a rush, and then anything after that is like like that peaks, and then anything after that is just down. So, like doing a panel is a rush. Yeah, I like, what, like now, what if if somebody feels it's 
like the exact opposite. I like we have a panel coming up, mm-hmm. and I absolutely dread it and don't want any part of it. What's what's my what's what am I dealing with? I mean, why do you dread it? Is it because you don't want to speak in front of people? Yes. Yeah, the expectations of, of people staring at me and demanding an answer. Um. So, I mean, it sounds a little bit like like stage fright. Uh, it has to be more serious than that. Does stage fright sounds race, like it's supposed to be my heart race. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does my so, back? Does my back sweat? Performance yeah. anxiety type stuff. I mean, you could. Well, he never it. has that. Don't accuse him of that. Yeah. No well, performance what, what, anxiety. You what could, performance uh, are we talking about? Yeah. I mean, you can take off <laughs> about because uh, he brings the he brings it home. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but like, what would you what would you do to help that? Uh, you suggest? can take a. There's I'm medication. Not any fucking meds. I tried to give him Xanax. It works. Right? I don't he take won't any take meds. it. I've ta- I've had the same problem. I've done it, and it works. It's crazy. Like uh, I had to stand in front of like and present. Uh, they call it morning report in the hospital, and there's like you know 35 doctors there, and basically the older ones, the attendings, they sit there and yell at you and dress you down in front of everyone and make you <laughs> look like an idiot. <laughs> Uh, for not doing things, and so I've never wanted to be an old doctor as much as yeah. I do right now. So I, yeah, I took um, it's a it's a beta blocker medication, so it kind of calms down your nervous system, keeps your heart rate even and stuff. And I was given my thing, and you know what? It, everything they said, I just didn't care. You're like, it's really? all good, old fucks. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost dead. I'm, I'm anti meds, <laughs> yeah. though. I, if I was, I won't, I'm one of those Catholics that won't take medications. Like antibiotics, <laughs> I can't dispense them, <laughs> and I won't take them. <laughs> yeah, he's a guy. He's like a like, you know, like a, like I, a new I haven't taken born again Christian. <laughs> Outside of buffering, <laughs> I don't know the last time I took a medication. I couldn't even tell you. It's got to be like twenty, maybe when I had mono. I you shouldn't take medication for mono though. Whatever they gave me, whatever whatever yeah, medicine they so, gave me, Med- antibiotics maybe they gave me. I don't know what what, what they gave so me. So do you then. have like any physical health problems, like high blood pressure or high know. cholesterol? I don't. I haven't. I don't, don't believe like, in that either. I don't want to go to a doctor. I haven't been to a doctor either. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if I ask, I'm going to find out, and I don't want to find out, right? Yeah. But I haven't been. I, yeah, I haven't taken a med. I'm buffering uh, aspirin. I'll take an aspirin when I when I feel like I can't take it anymore. I want to bite a like a, it's either that or bite leather. I'll take the buffer in yeah. I'll cool out <laughs> with a buffer in uh, So what, I mean, if I'm not going to take meditation, how do I handle the, um, the feelings of dread? So, then? I mean, you could do like an exposure therapy kind of uh, like it's – Yeah, get his ass like on a plane, were, man. Get his uh, ass on a plane. Yeah, I won't go on a plane either. Yeah, I, I was telling him on the, my flight out here. I was thinking about you, and I was thinking that you're probably he was the jerking off in the bathroom. The He's like, "I'm kind of in the Mile High Club." Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so much, uh, <laughs> there's so much turbulence. Oh, was it? Was a yeah, rough one. That, uh, you were scared. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, I got a little bit anxious. It was more than I usually experience in a plane. So. Now, do you feel like less? Like you don't feel like you got to keep it together for, yeah, uh, for no, your wife? I, I did. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was like, "There's nothing." You're like, "Don't worry, I honey." Put head, the brave yeah. face on. Yeah, my head. I'm like, that's Cause, a yeah, because you, you're <laughs> like, we're all gonna die. Yeah. If, you're, if you're married to a, like, or your or your father is um, a doctor, psychiatrist, mm-hmm. and he shows stress, right. then you know it's like, oh, it's fucking DefCon four, yeah. right? Because or one, which cool. is the worst, huh? <laughs> or one, which is the worst. DefCon one. Yeah, yeah, it's the worst. Is that the worst one? Yeah. If he's yeah. Not, if he's DefCon one, then you know it's like it's. But were you DEFCON 1? He's like, <laughs> no, nah, I wasn't uh, DEFCON 1. He's like, sustained his pants. 
No, I mean, no. And it's not just, like you're married to some slob, man. Like he's got he's got a hot wife who Quinn tried who Quinn hit on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quinn hit it took on him her about five oh, yeah. minutes, years and years and years ago. Yeah, Quinn. We had like a barbecue, yeah. and Q came over and proceeded to get real drunk. And like surprise, was kind of – yeah, shockingly. <laughs> and uh, then proceeded to like kind of hit on her, like get all flirty and shit. Was and, he a joker at well, that point? No, he wasn't even a joker. I don't even – was he a fireman at that point? He was a fireman. Was I he? mean, yeah, and the way he uh, – how did he do it? So he used my uh, nephew who was in high school and he – remember he was <laughs> like, no, you got to pay attention to this uncle. Yeah, yeah, he, he was just trying to butter her up and shit. Yeah, yeah, she's beautiful and shit, huh? Right? <laughs> so and then you got her. You beat a joker. You beat yeah. a joker, man. That's fucking. That's an accomplishment. If he's, so if you diagnose Brian as bipolar, what's what's cute in? I mean, I would have to. Uh, maybe spend more time with just him. Just ba- based off of I your list. He sounds like he just based off of my, knowing him a little bit and then hearing uh, him on the show describe his moods. He sounds more along maybe like major depressive disorder. Really? Cyclothymia? No. Yeah, he see, sounds man, like I he gets pretty depressed. Terms. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes like uh, he'll come on and like I actually feel bad for him. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Really? But I feel bad for him too when he uh, comes what, on and, and what about depressed. me? Completely and utterly. <laughs> like I feel bad for I actually, <laughs> I actually think you're. I don't think you have any problems. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Tell <laughs> Steve, oh, Dave. oh, hear that, everyone? I've been telling you that for fucking seven years, and now we got a fucking doctor backing me up. I knew it all along. I knew it from fucking day one. I'm cutting that shit out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. There's no more perfect ending. <laughs> no more perfect ending. <laughs> Been damn near 20, but I still feel your ghost. Must have followed me out here when I ran from the coast. While you've got my attention, let me raise a toast. Tell you what I wonder the most.
been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at smodcast.com. <laughs>